you know, so just having this bucket of money retirement plan, I think is garbage because it's not about having a bucket of money. It's about how that money is going to work with you and for you in your situation because everybody's different. You can have 10 different retirees here. They all have different budgets. They have different goals for retirement. And, you know, one might have a half a million dollars and expenses of 5000 and one might have 600000 with the same budget, but the people with more money will spend it faster than the other one because they don't do it properly. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome back in to another episode of the Retirement Reality Podcast with Mike Koyanen. Mike, how are things for you? We're doing awesome here in Western Wisconsin today, Hudson, Wisconsin. Very nice. Well, we're glad to be back with you, and we got a good show in store today. We're going to ask Mike a getting to know you question. We talk a lot of finance, and that's obviously part of the main focus of this show, retirement planning. But we want to know more about Mike as well. So we're going to ask him a question to find out a little bit more about his personality. And then we're going to get into our main topic today, which I think is a really good one. It's busting the biggest financial myths. These are common widely held believe financial myths that you know people just assume are true but that's not always the case and the scary thing is a lot of people will plan their finances and their retirement based on these myths so we're going to present each of these to mike today and get him to kind of dispel those and bust those wide open for us and, and kind of set us straight so that's the plan for today's show but if you don't know mike he is the founder and owner of principal preservation services they got offices in minnesota and wisconsin serving that western wisconsin area plus minneapolis st paul and surrounding areas as well you can find them online at principalpreservationservices.com and also, you can call him anytime as well at 855-987-8888. You've probably seen Mike on TV as well. He makes some appearances on WCCO TV. Mike, you're kind of all over the place, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm making myself a little <laughs> bit more available than I used to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, we enjoy it and we appreciate you making yourself available for this podcast. And let's get rolling. And I want to start off with a getting to know you question where... You know, we try to get to find out more about Mike the person rather than Mike the advisor, which we we hear every episode. So here's a question for you today that I want you to answer. Who is somebody okay. that always makes you laugh? It can be comedian, actor, somebody in your family if you got a, a big personality in your family, but who's that person that always makes you laugh? You know, it could be a tough question. There's obviously some actors I'm I would say Jim Carrey as a comedian actor is, is okay. great, but I would say any imp- a good impressionist makes me laugh. I just really love the art of somebody who can impersonate somebody else and do it at a high level. So sometimes that's what I need after a, you know a long hard week. I'll find I'll go on some YouTube's and find some people who do some impressions like uh, Frank Caliendo. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> he, he does a great job of John Madden and John Gruden and Charles Barkley and things like that. So. And I can watch the same ones over and over again. It still makes you laugh. It's just, it's really impressive to see somebody who can do multiple voices, different looks, and facial features to uh, mimic somebody else is amazing. Yeah, Caliendo is just, he's next level talented with that. I mean, when he's on a radio appearance, many times you cannot tell the difference. And I love his Charles Barkley. That's probably one of my favorites <laughs> that he does. He's terrible. Yeah, terrible. And he, uh, Sitting at the studio one time with Charles Barkley and, <laughs> and and the other hosts were laughing so hard, but Charles was not finding it funny at all because he was doing such a good job. 
Yeah, I, I saw him recently on Hard Knocks, and he was, you know, with the Raiders camp and was doing John Gruden in front of John Gruden. And Gruden was the same way. He was he was yeah. laughing a little bit, but I think, you know, at times he was like, okay, okay, I get I it. I tell you what, I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, John he, Gruden, right? Yeah, that's a good one indeed. I like that one. Frank, uh, impressionists are really entertaining and can kind of change it up for you. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that's getting to know Mike Koyanen. And now that takes us into our main topic of this show, and that's going to be the biggest financial myths. And the topic is pretty simple. You know, we're going to look at some of the most widely believed financial myths, and we're going to try to bust them wide open because, you know, a lot of people base their plans off of these myths, and, you know, we don't want people making those mistakes. So if we can help inform them along the way, we will do that. So we got five that I'm going to present to you, Mike, and it starts with this one. Mm-hmm. Shifting from stocks to bonds removes the volatility from your portfolio. I would say somewhat true okay. uh, because, you know, people in the past, a lot of people said, well, you know, we do a risk analysis for everybody who comes in here. And when we still have their bonds at risk, they go, no, that's I can't lose in bonds. I go, that's not true. As interest rates increase, bond values decrease. Right. And so we've, you know, came off of a very decade plus of decreasing interest rates. And so bonds have done very well. So we can look back at that last bubble, the real estate bubble, 2007 to March, you know, fall of 07, of spring of 09, that about that year and a half time frame. Some people did a really good thing and they actually moved their money from equities, from stocks to bonds at that time. And interest rates were still, you know, dropping. And so the bond values were doing good. And the I'm not saying they can't lose money in it, but they were actually, they were making money when people were losing money in the market. But now today, as the interest rates have bottomed out and interest rates are climbing, bond values are going the other way. And so you're not going to have those big, deep losses like you would be in a stock, but it is still volatile. And I just remind people of that, that you can't just say you're guaranteed not to lose in a bond. That's not the case. Actually, last year we had four rate hikes last year in, in 2018. And I would say universally when people came in with their portfolio and they had a 60-40 type situation with you know, stocks, bonds, and the retirement plan, the bond portion was struggling. And that was frustrating clients to no end. So definitely partially true, but not true. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Second one. Once you're retired, life insurance is no longer necessary. Is that not true? And that depends as your situation as well. Do you still have house debt? Do you still have other things that need to be taken care of? If you're still carrying debt in retirement, there's a lot of people who retire with still mortgages that their house is not paid yet. If you still have a mortgage, I still think it's wise to have life insurance. We just you know, we're helping people do that still if you're carrying a mortgage to make sure that if something happens that that debt will get taken care of. But but also, I think everybody needs this and it's a form of life insurance. It's an irrevocable funeral trust that you can put your money aside. I know in the state of Minnesota and Wisconsin, they're allowing you to put $15,000 aside into an irrevocable funeral trust that Medicaid someday can never get their hands on. So it's creditor proof and Medicaid proof. And that's a form of life insurance. I think everybody needs that because that's one insurance policy that's guaranteed to be paid. That's really good to know. This one I think is important. I'm guessing this is something that you have come across from a client a time or two. And that is the idea that you'll need less income when you're retired than you actually need while you're working. 
And that all depends as well. Every situation is different. That's why it's so important to work with a planner to find out what is your situation look like. Everybody has a different vision of what retirement looks like. You know, I've had clients who made a quarter million dollars a year as a VP of a company, and now they're living off of 45000 a year in retirement, and they can do that. You know, okay. but they change their lifestyle. But then we see a lot of people that are, it's a big shift to change your expenses that drastic. And you most likely the first five or 10 years retirement, it might be the same or more because now you're, you have, you know, we talk about, you know, the Home Depots, you know, those type of stores on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And when you're working, you get to go there on a Saturday, right? Well, now you're retired. <laughs> you can end up there four or five days a week spending money. And then also you're, you're traveling more. You have that time to travel where you didn't have it before. So, Typically, your expenses probably be the same, if not even a little bit more in the first you know, five years, at least in retirement. Yeah. And if you don't have a hobby too, when you or, or something to fill your time, you're right. I mean, I, I had that experience uh, recently when I first moved into a new home and was changing jobs. I had a little bit of free time and all of a sudden I found myself at Lowe's like pretty much every day of the week, picking up something new, either for the yard or for the house or whatever it was. I'm thinking, I got to get a job pretty soon here because this is kind of breaking me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that, that can be very expensive, yeah. uh, ending up at the local Menards or the Home Depot <laughs> spending money. Yeah, so I, I get it. So that's not always the case that you're going to need less income when you retire. So that's something you need to talk with Mike and his team about or whoever your advisor is that kind of get that in order because uh, retirement income is a, a very important topic. All right, fourth one, the biggest financial miss. You'll probably be in a lower tax bracket once you retire. Why is that one not true? Well, by the time you add your Social Security and if you have a pension, and then when we talk about what happens at that magical age of 70 and a half, that's when the IRS is forcing you to take out your required minimum distributions. So it's not necessarily true. We're finding a lot of people are, and to the previous question, still living in that same lifestyle. So you're going to be at the same tax bracket if you're going to stay at that same lifestyle. You might have less guaranteed income coming in monthly, like Social Securities and pensions, but you're supplementing with your 401ks and IRAs to live up to that. So you're probably going to be at the same tax bracket a lot of the time. And so that's one of the things that we do here as well. We show you what bracket you're at, what bracket you're in retirement. Does it make sense to do Roth conversions? And a lot of times we're seeing those brackets are staying the same, uh, where you're at working to where you are in retirement. You know, one thing when you're working, when you're contributing to an IRA and a 401k, those get deducted from your gross income. Right. Now you're not contributing to these anymore in retirement, so there's no more of those deductions. So this day and age, we have technology at our fingertips. I mean, we all have our phones out. You see it all the time. And with that comes a lot of information. I mean, I can get on my phone. I can look at any website, look at stock prices, look at any kind of investment options I have. And there's usually somebody's opinion. I can get information. So, you know, one of the myths out there now, and especially this might not have been the case 10 or 15 years ago, but financial planning today is so much easier to do without any professional help because of all that technology that's available. But that's not completely the case, is it? I don't believe that's true as well. I mean, there's a lot of great information out there, and it, but you can get information about one topic or the other. But to be able to pull all that information together into one, so you might be able to get some good topics on what's a hot stock tip or, you know, the hot buy in the stock market right now, or you might be able to study up on some RMDs. But I haven't yet to see something to the 
public how to put everything together. And I think that's what you want to work with a planner for so we can put everything together. That's your estate plan. That's your insurance. That's your, again, your your residual incomes that's coming in from Social Security and pensions and how to properly take out your IRAs and 401ks in retirement and have an actually a, a distribution plan. So I've yet to see anything open like that to the public. Again, there's a lot of good education tools out there and reading tools and a lot of things available to us, saving tools, budgeting plans. But to put it all together, we have a program here that's just designed for clients for retirement planning. And we put all that together into one you know, one place. Yeah, you know, I think it's easy to find this information. There's a, there are a lot of good resources, but those things can be customized for your specific situation. I mean, you can plug in numbers to a calculator all the time and spit out an answer, but doesn't necessarily mean it's going to fit you and what your situation is, right? Exactly. Exactly. So that's why it's important uh, to find an advisor, and, and you know, you can reach out to Mike's team and ask them for some help and maybe get a little information from him and see if it makes sense for you because oftentimes you'll find that is the case. So is there anything else, uh, financial myth that you might see commonly from a client or anything that you kind of want to add to this list that needs to be kind of dispelled? Yeah, I've heard a few of them, but here's one that you know bugs me to no end, I should say, is, you know, I've heard a couple myths. You know, one was you know, I heard one of the brokerage firms out there said you should have a million dollars saved by retirement or you should have the last year of work, you should have six times of your last years of earned income saved for retirement, then you're going to be okay. Hmm. You know, so that just says, hey, let's say husband and wife, they each make 60000 a year, 120000 and you make six times that, you're going to be okay. Well, everybody has different well, different parts of the country you live in, so there's right. higher cost of living across the nation. You might have a mortgage, you might not. You know, so just having this bucket of money retirement plan, I think, is garbage because it's not about having a bucket of money. It's about how that money is going to work with you and for you in your situation because everybody's different. You can have ten different retirees here; they all have different budgets, they have different goals for retirement, and you know, one might have a half a million dollars. And expenses of five thousand, and one might have six hundred thousand with the same budget, but the people with more money will spend it faster than the other one because they don't do it properly. And so the key is, it's not about how much money you have; it's about how you properly maximize each bucket of money that comes into your your hands in retirement. Yeah, I think that's a really good one, and that's a good reason why you should probably, if you're getting close to retirement, or you think you have a date picked out, or you think you might be ready, or you think, oh man, I got a long ways to go, maybe your situation's not the exact same as you think based on you know, your situation and what kind of money you have saved up and what your portfolio looks like. So you know, get in touch with Mike's team at Principal Preservation Services and see if they can give you some assistance and help you kind of figure out what that plan is. Maybe you're in better shape than you thought you were. And I'm sure that's something you probably come across quite a bit, right? Where you can actually surprise somebody and say, you know what? You might be able to retire a couple of years earlier than you think. Yeah, it happens. Uh, some people are so hard on themselves and they just think I can never retire. I can never retire. I'm going to have to work till 70 or or longer. And you know, some people, I said, once a saver, always a saver. Sometimes I have to even tell people it's okay to retire. It's okay to actually spend your money because some people are just don't even want to 
spend. And I don't know if that's the upbringing, how they're brought up or seen something from their parents or grandparents, but something in them has prevented them from wanting to or believe that they're doing okay financially. They always feel that they're always lacking somewhere. Yeah. Well, you can get in touch with Mike uh, and his team at principalpreservationservices.com. Also, you can call them at 855 987 8888. That's 855-987-8888. So that's going to do it. Thank you, Mike, for your help on these financial myths. I think uh, I learned a little bit on this episode for sure on a few of those topics, and those are good to know. Appreciate the time. Yeah, Yeah, you're welcome. I'm looking forward to next time. Yeah, we will be back again in a week. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Primarily, that's where you will find us, but you'll also find us on every podcasting platform. So wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you subscribe to the Retirement Reality Podcast. That's it for episode two. We appreciate you listening. Until next time, this is the Retirement Reality Podcast. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.